This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Equity Mind. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you can. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates. Our aim is to help you on your investing journey, break down the barriers from beginning to dividend. Whether you're an absolute beginner or Warren Buffett, we guarantee Equity Mates will have something for you. My name is Bryce, and as always, I am joined by my Equity Mate, Ren. How's it going? I'm very good, Bryce. Now, look, I don't want to start. Oh, uh, start I don't want to start this episode off on a negative note. Then don't. But. I'm still just not completely sold on the intro. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to change it. I think I think it just uh, I think there just might be a missing word or two. All right. Well, yeah. I'm not going to do much about it, that. Honestly, it throws me every time. <laughs> That's fine. I lack gusto on my <laughs> intro because of it. <laughs> Look, you'll get used to it. It's New Year, second episode in, third sep- episode in now, and uh, we're going to be moving away from bold predictions uh, for this one and revisiting and kicking off the equity mates community hypothetical portfolio that has been ticking away and we have a a big plans for that this year um so this episode we're going to revisit uh how it's been performing few key sort of call outs and then the second half of the episode we'll be having one of our community members from uh equity mates come and pitch a stock which we're super excited about yeah can't wait now, before we get into it, uh, whenever we do these episodes, we've just always got to say that uh, nothing in these episodes specifically, but across equity mates more generally, is in investing advice. Um, the reason we do these portfolio episodes is just so we can try and learn by doing. So many of the experts we speak to uh, talk about you know, actually getting in there, looking at individual stocks is the best way to learn. And so this is our way of doing that with the Equity Mates community. Um, but obviously, nothing is buy, hold, or sell advice. We cannot be clear about that. Do your own research. 
don't get investing tips from a podcast. <laughs> uh, there's going to be no better example of uh, learning on the job than the interview this Thursday with Emma Fisher, which oh, fantastic so to kick off yeah, the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so stick around for that. Uh, Ren, before we get stuck into it, uh, you mentioned last week that we have our uh, support function for Equity Mates now. Uh, available on the website. Yes, uh, uh, you've hard coded in yourself along with a number of other things. <laughs> I like I like this running joke that I'm doing all the coding. Um, I've I've got a new website coming about halfway through the year that, that is going to be very very nice. Um, so let's keep that joke going. Uh, but yeah, I think um, you know obviously we've been doing uh, Equimates for a few well four years now, and um, we hope at, at to this point, it's all been advertiser supported. Um, and if you feel like you've gotten value out of Equity Mates and you have the means to to support us, we'd love your help. Um, the more time I can spend not uh, talking to advertisers, the better. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk to them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, um, obviously, uh, the content will remain free. Um, this is just if you... If you think that uh, what we're doing is valuable and you want to help um, help us grow Equity Mates, uh, your support would be greatly appreciated. Uh, but that's enough of us um, going hat in hand. Yep. A big thank you to those who have already supported us and who have um, yeah signed up already. So uh, very much appreciate your support. You can go to con- equitymates.com forward slash support. All the information is on that page. So let's crack into it, Ren. The portfolio for 2021, so just a a reminder, if you have just joined the show, uh, Alec and I are building out a portfolio from, uh, I guess, uh, chatting to the community and chatting to the experts and using our uh, experience and and, uh, learning. And we have set up a core portfolio and a satellite portfolio just to revisit both those concepts. Core portfolio being a portfolio made up entirely of exchange-traded funds, ETFs that we are going to be depositing or buying on a consistent basis every month, uh, one or $2,000 each month into that. So not a lot really going on there. The fun is happening in the satellite portfolio, which is a portfolio of individual stocks that we're going to um, you know, have a bit of fun playing around and pitching ideas and having committee meetings and whatnot. I think core portfolios can be fun. I I'm, mean, sorry, core portfolios can, can be, be fun. fun. Yes, <laughs> poor cor- cor- <laughs> poor portfolios. <laughs> I think the the core portfolio is um, it takes less brain power. Really, um, yeah. All we're doing is the the philosophy there is things that you would just buy and hold and add to and never really think about. It's yeah. just take the market average returns over a long period of time and, and you can do very well for yourself. Yeah. Um, so there's really not... A, like if we did a full episode on a core portfolio, it'd be kind of boring. Yes. Well, I think we did do a full episode. But anyway, so we, we have a couple of grand to put into it uh, coming off uh, should, should we explain? Should we explain that? If people are new to the show, how the, the couple of grand idea? Sure. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically... You know, most most everyday investors, most people in their equity mates community, aren't going out and raising fifteen million dollar uh, funds and having all the money to invest in day on day one. Uh, the majority of investors out there work a nine to five job, save a little bit of money every paycheck, and then have a bit of money to deploy into the market. And you know, that's the same as Bryce and I. So that's what we're doing with this core and satellite portfolio, where 
um, every month we're saving, what is it, $1,000? Yep. And then we can put that into the market. So that's what we have. Uh, last uh, time we revisited this, we put some cash into the Australian property and international property ETFs. We're just going to work down the list. So this time we're going into global infrastructure and some gold. Sounds good. And if you guys want to play around, play along at home, um, equitymates.com slash portfolio. The web, the web page that has, uh, <laughs> to this point, beaten my coding skills. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's no information on that but website. <laughs> are we going to commit to have it up by the time this episode goes live? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go to it and see. Maybe we've got it up. <laughs> we'll give it a valiant effort to get it up. Honestly, if, if anyone from WordPress or the WordPress developer community is listening... Stock market plugins suck. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, if anyone wants to develop a good one, um, give us a yell. So, Ren, let's uh, have a look at the core portfolio. Uh, it is currently up uh, 11.8% from when we started this in late July last year. Uh, we've currently got uh, $19,000 we've invested and it has a market value of 21700 giving us a gain of 2300 Not going to complain with that, but it is doing what it is supposed to be doing and just ticking along nicely. Yeah, I mean, 11% in half a year is good, but the last six months have been very good for Absolutely. the market. Um, and, you know, we've got in that core portfolio, we've got a bit of US, a bit of Europe, a bit of Asia, a bit of Australia. Um, and, and it's been a good time in the market. I, I wouldn't expect 11% every six months for the next 40 years. No. If we did... I mean, I wouldn't be complaining. The star performer at the moment is our uh, Asia ETF. The ticker is VAE. It's the Vanguard uh, Asian X Japan ETF. It's delivered a 21% return. Not so bad. It's kicking along. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, we'll try to get all of this online, no guarantees. <laughs> but let's move to the satellite ring because that's where um, uh, a bit more activity is happening. Yes. Um as a reminder to everyone, we had a few um, Equity Mates members come and pitch last year. Alec and I did a few pitches, and then we also threw a bunch of stocks uh, in late last year, yeah, in- including yeah, yeah. Bitcoin. The, the controversial um, <laughs> throw a few in at once, uh, and then don't forget that you actually also snuck one in without telling me. <laughs> <laughs> snuck one in, and uh, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, So, some key points to discuss. Citadel. Yes, pitched by an Equimates community member, then got a big takeover offer and the stock jumped, what, like 30%? 30 or 40%, yeah. Um, so sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yes. Um, but that that company has been acquired, no longer listed on the ASX. We bought it at $4.39 yep. and the acquisition price was $5.70 a share. Um, so we did all right on that. We made... A few hundred dollars? Yep, 28%. I guess the key thing here, though, is uh, that's now actually going to become cash for us. Yes, that's so what happens. That's what happens, yeah. It's no longer listed. Uh, so the market value when we um, when it did get acquired was 1200 bucks thereabouts. So we're going to be moving that into our cash position uh, and be able to deploy that um, whenever we feel fit. So that's that. Uh, what else has been happening, Ren? We have uh, my sneak-in stock. <laughs> so I recall talking about Palantir. 
uh, and you weren't too keen on sliding it in, but I did it no, anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've snuck Palantir in at, at the last, uh, at the 11th hour on the 13th of uh, like, November. Like Bryce sliding into people's DMs, that, he slid this stuff well, into our portfolio. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, Purchased purchased it on the thirteenth of November, shortly after after it IPO'd, and uh, much to Ren's reluctance, bought it at fifteen dollars eighty, and it is with uh, great joy that I can report <laughs> <laughs> that I can report it is currently trading at forty seven dollars. So that is a return of a hundred and one percent. It's trading at thirty one seventy six, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, my bad. I'm looking at how many shares we have. It is trading at 31.76, which so is a, yeah, still a gain up. of 101%. Yeah, so it's yeah. doubled. So it has doubled in value. So um, Look, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I, I'll admit when I'm wrong. This is a learning experience <laughs> where uh, we're not here to, um, you know, tell people that we're experts. Nope. Um, and for me, that's a learning experience. I... I mean, look, I, I remain sceptical about the company. Obviously, as a share, it's done incredibly well and the market loves it. Um, but, yeah, anyway, let's not go down the Palantir rabbit hole again. Um, but, yeah, well done. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, kudos to you as well. Uh, really enjoyed the New York's time pitch of yours and it is up 31%. So, it's ticking along nicely as uh, your pitch would suggest. Uh, otherwise, uh, a couple of the ones that are dragging us down, we have Sydney Airport down 11%. Mm, we pulled the trigger too early on the, I think, I the think vaccine so. stocks. That was part of our um, just throw a whole bunch of stuff in there at once. Yeah. yeah. But look, overall, our portfolio has performed reasonably well. We're up 19% after, again, kicking this off in late July last year. Uh, we've made about three and a bit thousand dollars. So two other um, stocks, well... Two other things we have invested in that I want to discuss. Yes. First of all, my stock of the year, Tencent. Yes. We put that in. It's up 28%. Yeah, really kicking goals. Yeah. Unfortunately, that doesn't, all that doesn't count for my uh, stock of the year because obviously a lot of that happened in 2020, but what a, what a company. What a company. <laughs> uh, but the one that I want to talk about is... An asset that you are particularly fond of, yeah, uh, Bitcoin, yeah, How our best performing asset, performing, performing, <laughs> <laughs> best performing asset, yeah, yeah. Look, not surprising there. Glad we also stuck snuck that one in. Uh, purchased it at around twenty two thousand, and at the time of recording, it's sitting at around forty nine thousand. Oh, that's AUD. Oh, AUD. I was say. Yeah, AUD. Um, but look. Uh, I'm going to keep that one in there if you're happy to keep that one in there yeah. as well just to sort of see how it goes. But it is the best performing asset year to date. Um, so, Chi, let's just see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, look, there's nothing that I would really want to sell. Um, maybe Palantir. If- no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you you did a sneaky buy of Palantir, maybe I'll do a sneaky sell and not tell you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. No, nah, but um, look, I think... This uh, the the point of this uh, for 2021 um, is to really make these portfolio episodes, you know, a chance for the equity mates community to come on and to share what they're looking at. So uh, I think as we go through the year, less and less we want to do Bryce and I looking at um, a spreadsheet and talking about random stocks that may not be super easy to follow if people aren't yeah uh, following along at home, um, and they can't follow along at home if our website is busted 
Um, but we want to we want to just use this as an opportunity to hear what stocks you guys are looking at. To you know, if you want to pitch an ETF, um, you know, if you think we should be selling something, um, we want this to be a two way conversation. So um, we to kick that off. Um, unless you've got anything further to add. No. Um, we actually have Dan from the Equimates community um, who's going to pitch a stock. Yep. Uh, but before from before that, uh, we'll quickly hear from our sponsors. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. So, Ren, super excited for the second half of this episode as we have been, uh, we left off last year and have started this year by saying that we're going to get a lot more of our Equimates community involved in, yes. in the episodes, particularly these portfolio that, episodes. That's just because you don't want to give any stock pitches. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Uh, however, we are excited to have our first uh, stock pitch from one of our community members, uh, Daniel Ortiz, who is on the line with us at at the moment. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Excited to have a chat. Daniel is actually one of the guys who helped us with the research for the uh, summer, summer series. series. So, yeah. a big shout out to you. You're obviously um, passionate, <laughs> uh, passionate about equities. Um, but what have, uh, what have you got for us installed today? Yeah, so a company I'd like to talk about today is Adriatic Metals with the ticket code ADT listed on the ASX. Nice. Okay. I personally haven't looked too much into this, so this is going to be fun for me. Ren, have you? No, no. I mean, we, we knew what Daniel was going of to course. pitch before, <laughs> but not, not before Daniel told us what he wanted to talk about. Um, so, Dan, why don't we start at the beginning? Tell us a little bit about the company and what it does. Sure. So, Adriatic Metals is both a precious and base metal developer that owns a world-class virus project in Bosnia and Herzegovina, and also they recently acquired the historic Raska deposit, which is located in the neighbouring Serbia. To provide some background context regarding the industry, mining projects undergo quite a long-winded cycle, ranging from exploration to discovery, then development, construction of the project, and finally production and rehabilitation. From an investor's view, production is where the real financial value can be obtained because that is a point in the life cycle whereby the company is generating both revenue and profits from their saleable product. 
Typically, this process could take anywhere from eight to 10 years to take a project from exploration to production. And in the case of Adriatic, this process had been quite streamlined, which is aimed to be completed in approximately four to five years, with production forecasted to begin the fourth quarter of 2022. So let's um let's just take take a step back there, Dan. So for people who are unfamiliar with uh, some of those terms, when when we're talking about mining explorers, they're they're literally companies that have a patch of land or have mining rights over a patch of land and are literally exploring it to see if there's minerals there. Um, yeah. And then producers are when you know they've confirmed that there's minerals in the ground and they're actually doing the mining operations to extract that mineral. Is that is that a fair fair summary? Yes, exactly. An exploration company is focused with discovering a resource underground and a production company is focused with extracting that resource as a saleable product. And so uh, Adriatic that we're talking about here is in the explorer stage. Um, yeah, so, so, I, so I guess the question is, uh, why do you like them? I, I assume it's because you've gone over to Bosnia and uh, looked at the ground <laughs> that they're exploring and you found some gold or something there? Look, with the current COVID restrictions, I haven't been able to yet, <laughs> but hopefully when they lift, I'll get in the first class flight to Bosnia, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so sure, yeah, the assets I'd like to talk about, mainly the virus project, which is really the, the, crown, jewel, the crown jewel of Adriatic. The virus project consists of, of two separate deposits, one named Viavacha and the other named Zrupitsa. And this project consists of a very high-grade resource containing about 213 million ounces of silver equivalent, grading at 342 grams per tonne. Some numbers that I could help kind of explain the project, which are released in the pre-feasibility study, it really emphasises the world-class nature of this project. So it has a net present value with a discount rate of 8% of around 1.04 billion US or 1.36 billion Australian, with an internal rate of return at 113% and an initial capex requirement of only 173 million US. So that's that's interesting. So the net present value of the the mine is over a billion US or of the you know the minerals in the ground is over a billion US. Yet the company's what half a million uh, market cap is that is that right? So basically, a, a project, a, a generator, or an explorer, they have to be valued at a discount to MPV because, of course, there are costs involved with developing the project, and also there is a risk factor with uh, the execution of the project. So not all projects that enter a feasibility stage become a mine, and therefore, a discount is applied. Typically, in this sector, you can see a discount of around 0.7 times MPV for a really high-class project. And in the case of Adriatic, it's currently trading at about 0.4 times MPV. So you can see there is a, a clear upside to be uh, a clear upside to be retrieved here once the project becomes more de-risked. So if it's trading at 0.4 times uh, NPV, does that mean the market's assuming there's a 40% chance of this project going ahead? Yeah, sure. In essence, you could say that. But also, it's important to consider that the project is modelled off, you know, quite a few assumptions. Of course, you know, changes in commodity price will be very sensitive to the net present value, and also changes into the resource and and also the reserve will, will be significant changes in the case of Adriatic. So this is a, a pretty basic question, I guess, but. In terms of the process of this, explorers find the mining site or where the, or, or the deposits are. Do they then value it based on what they know and then sell that mining site to the producer? Is that how the 
flow works? So typically it could either be that that the explorer will you know develop this project and and raise money and create a, an investment decision and take it on themselves. Yeah. And all of the work, you know, the construction work, the mining operation that's generally contracted. And the other kind of avenue that companies go is that, the, you know, they enact an M&A activity so they can either sell the project off to another company or um, create like a joint venture structure and et cetera. In the yeah, case nice. of Adriatic, that decision hasn't yet been made in terms of financing. The financing decision is probably going to be announced around April this year. So this is a project that's quite far along the curve in terms of development and is really close to, to being produced as a mine. So, Dan, it, it's an interesting company. Obviously, um, you know, you're talking about uh, a 60% discount to the net present value if, if it can go ahead. But I, but I assume there's a lot of mining explorers out there uh, on the ASX and around the world. Australia loves a mining explorer. Why, why do you like um, Adriatic over some of the other explorers out there? Sure. So globally, I believe there are over 3,000 listed junior miner companies that are, that are exploring and developing projects. And realistically, much less than 1% of those companies will end up with a, a developed mine. So you have to be very cautious in kind of researching and picking in these companies carefully if you're going to go in this space. Adriatic is, you know, it's a very unique position. They entered into Bosnia uh, and they are one of the first companies to do so you know, in the last 20 years, they have quite a significant first mover advantage. And they also had very large um, source of information when they acquired the project. And that's how they've kind of explored it so efficiently and taken the project to such an advanced stage so quickly. And also from the economic side of the project, there was a study that was uh, undergone by uh, Edison Investment Research. And that study showed that an average MPV of projects around the world was about US 433 million. Of course, you can see that, that Adriatic quite has a, a, a superior project with an MPV over a billion dollars and also the internal rate of return. You know, the profitability index, 113% IRR. It's, it's, you know, a very profitable project, very desirable. Mm. So, Dan, I'm interested um, not so much about the stock, but your process to actually find this stock, you seem to be pr- reasonably knowledgeable, knowledgeable about the mining space, um, you know, it feels like that's somewhat your circle of competence. H- how um, how did you find Adriatic and perhaps uh, help the Equity Mates community understand a bit about your sort of research process? Yeah, sure. So in the junior mining space, there, there's typically four pillars that we like to kind of contend when we're researching a company. And that's number one, the asset, the management team, financing and also kind of the the promotion of the company because these companies do not make any revenue in order for them to raise money at an attractive price there needs to be you know promotion and also some some exciting results and work so when you're kind of shifting through these companies you always have to keep those four things in mind in the case of adriatic they have quite a developed management team that is led by paul cronin the ceo who's had you know over two decades experience, both in corporate finance and investment banking with a focus in, in uh, Eastern European mining. So quite a developed management team, also quite a developed geology team that has gone into discovering this resource. And now they're really in a really good position to get this resource either into a mine themselves or sell it. 
So, uh, Dan, we, we normally would uh, wrap up with a question around like financials and valuation, but I feel, I feel like we've already touched on it. You know, the, the net present value is given to us um, and really the, the question then becomes around, you know, the risk of the, this project not going ahead and that value not being realised. Um, I, I guess rather than that, I want to ask a question around timing. Um, sure. So... I feel like a company in this position, the, the key point is, you know, when they can raise that money and they make the decision to actually exploit the mine themselves or they decide to sell the mining rights to a to another company. Um, how do you how do you think about investing in a company uh, around the timing? Are you gonna are you gonna just buy and hold or are you gonna try and uh, wait until there's that catalyst and, and buy at that time? Yeah, so really as an investor, you have to focus on the fundamentals of the company. In the case of Adriatic, uh, right before this financing stage, you know, uh, Paul Cronin came out in an interview and said that they've had over 70 financiers approach them interested in developing the project. So there's there's quite a high level of confidence that they're going to be able to, number one, make an investment decision. And in terms of the future and, you know, whether I make a decision to keep the stock or sell it once they announce the financing, Adriatic really have that first mover advantage, number one, in Bosnia. And number two, they have a, a, an established pipeline of projects. The the, uh, the project they acquired in Serbia certainly has the potential to be a mine as well, and that could be brought into production as early as two years after the Vares project. So what I see here from a company perspective is that they have an established pipeline of very profitable projects. They're still trading at, a, at what I believe to be a significant discount to what they're worth. And for me, I, I would consider this a whole number one because the underlying commodity prices have all been performing strongly, specifically uh, silver and lead and zinc. And also number two, that I still believe there is a large M&A uh, prospect within this stock. Nice yeah, one. Nice. Well, I mean, given the uh, the silver squeeze that Wall Street bets are, uh, are trying to put on at the moment, I, I imagine if they can get that to come off, uh, that will be good for Adriatic's the, the price yeah, of Adriatic sure. silver. <laughs> yeah, just just to give a quick update, a silver uh, accounts for about thirty five percent of all revenue. So, obviously, a large increase in the silver price will dramatically uh, dramatically increase the the value of the project. So if you're interested in the silver squeeze, you should definitely be looking at Adriatic as a prospect. Nice one, Dan. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, well, this wasn't an open committee meeting, so we're not going to make a decision on whether or not this goes into the portfolio, but we will open it up to the community uh, on Facebook and on socials once the episode uh, goes yeah. to air. I think if uh, head to the Facebook discussion group uh, to discuss. Yeah, um, ab- absolutely. Yeah. But sure. couldn't be um, more thankful of you kicking off 2021 with a stock pitch for the Equity Mates community portfolio. Um, you know, if you don't mind sharing some of your notes, we can also share that with the community as well, but um, we can take that offline. So, uh, yeah, massive thanks from us, Dan. Yeah, and if uh, anyone out there wants to follow in Dan's footsteps and uh, share a stock on their watch list or, or pitch a stock, um, hit us up on socials via email, you know, all, all the channels. Or a brand everywhere. new contact form. Yeah, 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 true. <laughs> or the uh, equitymates.com slash contact. 
form. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, this episode. Uh, just a reminder that Equity Mates doesn't stop here. We also have uh, Comedian v Economist, where uh, comedian Adam and his brother Thomas break down macroeconomics as an e- in an easy-to-digest to way, <laughs> not say. Um, and we also have the Get Started Investing podcast for those beginner buffets out there. But um, as always, thanks for joining us. You can contact us at contact at equitymates.com. Or the new contact form. Or the new contact form. <laughs> Rate and review us if you can. Very much uh, appreciate uh, you doing that. And Ren, as always, it's been fun. We'll chat next week. Nice one. Thanks for listening to Equity Mates Investing Podcast, a production of Equity Mates Media. Please remember that everything you hear in Equity Mates Investing Podcast is general advice only. The content has been prepared without knowing your personal objectives, specific financial circumstances, or goals. The host of Equity Mates Investing Podcast may maintain positions in the companies discussed. Before considering any investment, please read the product disclosure statement and consider speaking to a licensed financial professional. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.